everybody, you're now listening to Singing Beat Talks, hosted by Damilola Agbala. How have you guys been? I hope you are alright. I hope everything is well with you. I really trust you're going to be fine because after listening to my podcast, you should be happy, you should be cheerful. Uh, the last episode we discussed about birthdays, celebration, or extortion. Where we brought the Adeyemi Shukro Feromi to give our views about how we extort people where we think we are celebrating birthdays. And we really learned from that episode. Okay, today we're going to be discussing about a very, very jamming topic. Uh, everybody needs this topic. Let me, let, me, let me let you know, you really need this topic because... It is something we need in our lives, especially students. It is something we really need. And I'm here with a guest today. Please, can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yes, my name is Kuka Adibola David, a graduate of the Department of History and International Studies, actually the best graduating student of this year. Hey, God. <laughs> you should have just told us your name now. You have to be oppressing. You are the best graduating student. Okay, that's it. He said his name is Koka Adebola. He's the best graduate student of history and international studies. studies. Of what this session, right? Yeah, this session. Okay, so he's a late he's part of the latest graduates of the Lagos State University. Okay, Mr. Koka, can you just introduce yourself to us? Apart from okay, your name and other things. Can you just like tell us your hobbies, what you do, your daily lifestyle and everything like that? Okay. Um an aspiring great young man and of course I am an academician, I'm a tutor, I'm a young entrepreneur and the likes of it. I focus on academic excellence why? Because I think this is something that we lack in our daily lifestyle. A lot of us are into other things that we do. But I decided to pop my lifestyle towards the academic line, right? Because I feel academics is where my passion and my goal drives me. Thank you so much, Mr. Koka. So yes, you guessed right. The topic today is academic excellence. Academic excellence. You know, most times, some of us were going to read and read and read, sleepless nights, go to classes, attend different things, different tutorials, listen to the lecturers, bow to their rules, bend to their rules, and do everything they want. And at the end of the day, when you see your results, you're going to feel like, oh God, why are thou forsaking me? Yes, maybe we are not taking the right step. Do we know? We don't. Because it is until we get like different opinions of people, that's when we like gauge it with our own and we feel like, okay, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the wrong thing? So today we brought Mr. Adebola Koka to discuss with us on academic excellence. He said it already, he's the best graduating student of history and international studies. So you should know that he's um, a very brilliant person, he's a scholar, he's a scholar. So we need him to explain to us, how did you do it? Which soap did you use to bath? Now, actually, there are different goals that drive you into the university when you come in as a fresher. And my watchword right when I came in has always been studied to show thyself approved. Now, literally, we are all from various and various diverse groups, families, backgrounds. And when we come into the Lagos State University or the higher institution, we have different forces that drive us. When I came in as a 200 level student because I came in through the direct entry, I had to change the narrative 
having to understand that this that university lifestyle is not a bed of roses and one of the various things i did first was knowing the department i had come to and setting my priorities right well thank you so much mr Koka. now can you just give us like different um secrets top secrets to academic excellence okay first of all the top secret i'll give you is the god almighty <laughs> because he's the maker and doer of everything and secondly i want to make you understand the fact that even our parents play a pivotal role in how students turn out to be you might not have parents that are academically good but you might have parents that want to sponsor you for how far you want to go in your academic feet also i also want to tell them that the academic climb is actually not something that you come on on a very easy platform there's always a reward for hard work and there's a reward of having peace and all of these were things i said right okay i'm going to share a story with you when i came in as a 200 level student the first gpi hit was about three point something and then that was even after so many effort and then i sat back to myself and said Kuka, i think you are not doing well and maybe you feel that your best which you call your best is not good enough so i had to sit back I had to re-strategize, I had to read more, I had to attend classes more, I had to study harder, I had to buy material. If I got to some side, some stages whereby I could actually leave feeding and put all my last dime on buying the material and oh, wow. And I can tell you that at this junction where I stand, I really paid off. And that's why I am not part of the individual that subscribe to the general term of where they say school and scam. I cannot say it because school is not scam. Wow, please note that school is not scam, right? School is not scam. Ah, you all need to see Mr. Cocker's face right now. He's very serious. <laughs> Why are you giving me this serious look now? He's very serious. He's not looking as if I'm not serious with my life. Like, we're not reading here, we're just discussing. Why is so sure, serious I'm with here me? Now because you don't have to be really. The, acad- the academic climb is something that I really do not take very, very easy. And I usually like encouraging young individuals that just come in as freshers to always set their priorities right. Because as freshers, they are vulnerable to a lot of things. Yes. Parties, guys outing, intimidations, and the likes of it. But setting your priority right exemplarily separates the wheat from the shaft. And by the time the results are too late, there's nothing you want to tell me. A student that sets his priorities right for academic excellence will always triumph at the end. Very well, very well. Okay, talking about freshers, how, you know, freshers, when they come in at first, they are always under this kind of pressure. And even, even um, taking away freshers now, 200 level, 300 level, 400 level, even 500 level, most times they are still under pressure, one pressure or the other. So how do you work under pressure, you as a person? Now, First, we have to define pressure from what? Is it pressure from peer groups? Is it pressure from material things? Is it pressure from lack of monetary value and likes of it? One, I have never been under pressure. And the only time I felt I had pressure or tension towards me was when I came in as a new student, having not had the ability to observe and know how the department works. But eventually, I've always told them, one, as a fresher, you are vulnerable to so many things. Not even fresher, as a student, you are vulnerable to so many things. Also, you must understand that in the university, there is no equilibrium imbalance. 
some students are from very wealthy families some students are not from wealthy families some students are from average families so you must always learn to set your parents like knowing fully well that we are all from different various and diverse backgrounds so as such pressure should not be one of my driving forces of growth of contentment mm. i have never ever looked at what my neighbor had to be better than whatever i had even when i knew deep down that some of the things he had were more expensive or more or what things i wanted but i always had the driving force of contentment and also one of the things i took again as my watchword was punctuality which they say is the sole aim of business if i'm going to have the class at eight o'clock i've woken up at fast six o'clock so because i know before i do one or two things i will be able to meet up the time so these are all of the things that has groomed me and brought me this far with god's help and my parents wow thank you so much okay so is it true to have a five in a course in the faculty of arts <laughs> especially in the department of history ah uh, it's very 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 true very very true you know i'm so sorry you know history is like writing essays and all that the lecturer is going to grade the structure the content all those things so how how do you now one history is essay writing and first of all students must understand that when you are giving a first a question the first thing that comes to your mind as a history student is to deduce what type of essay is this we have the narrative essay the descriptive the expository and the argumentative one you must be able to describe to already deduce that okay this essay i want to write what is it about secondly you must be able to interpret your questions properly to know that okay this is what the question expects me to write more about but a lot of students we have now in this century are one student that are academically backward they do not want to study secondly students do not even properly follow examination instructions very well they just look at the question and once they see something that it's so relevant to what they know they just sort of keep writing not even knowing whether what they are writing is tallying with what the question is and when i share my example when i came in as a 200 level student for the first semester, I had just one A in that first academic semester. Wow. The second semester, I had just one A. But at a 400 level this semester, I offered 13 courses and I had 12 A's and one B's. Wow. So it's really, really very, very possible. Wow. Wow, God. <laughs> That's mind-blowing. Honestly, you had 12 A's. Yes. And, and when you started, you were having one, one A. Just one A. Wow. So it was just a, it was a matter of changing the narrative that, okay, I feel I, this is what I have been doing, but which have not been assisting me. So I just have to change the narrative. So what you're trying to tell me, Mr. Koka, is that even as of now, I'm, I'm, I'm in the first semester, let's imagine, let's imagine that my um, CGPA, probably um, I'm standing on this second class lower or third class what you're trying to say is i can still make it to two one now if you are on a two two if you are on a two two it depends on how far you are the proximity of where your gp lies and your dedication hard work and progress will determine whether you can make a two one or possibly even the first class now this is it there was something i taught myself actually my academic father taught me and that is projection when you talk about projection, you're talking about the fact that he taught me how to calculate my GP and I project my CGPAs before every exam. So by the time I go to classes, I already know the courses that I like 
I know the courses I face difficulties in. So I have a board in my room where I write out all the name of the courses and then I forget that okay, I don't want to know what this lecturer wants to say to this course. I can score an A in this one. I can score a B in this one. So courses I feel that I cannot find if I believe I can score a C. I look forward to other courses that I can score A and A. I know when we calculate our GP, if you have two Bs, that is 4 plus 4, which is 8. And if you still have one A and one C, that is 5 plus 3, it will still give you 8. So sometimes courses that I do so poorly in, I will always find a way of making it up with other courses. So those have always been determined. So by the time I do the projection, I can give myself, okay, I want to have a GP of 4.0 this meter. And sometimes even if I don't make that GP, I'm never far away from it. Either I'm on 3.9 or 3.8, but I'm never really far from the projection that I have given myself. Oh. Okay, so how have you been able to have a vast knowledge in history such that you tutor other people? Now, there's a rule of the department, there's a rule of your lecturers, and there's a rule of you, the student, as an individual. When I came in, I had a mentor, a student mentor, two or three of them who taught me to file, and the likes of them. They put me through. But it was not so convenient for me at that, that time because I was a fresher. But then I met my academic father, Dr. Lawali Lawal, who was majorly one of the transformation in my stay in Lagos State University and he taught me a lot of things. Dr. Lawal could chat me up sometimes at 11, 10, I will have a discussion. Sometimes when I was in 300 level the other day I was studying on my courses and then I posted something on the internet and then he saw it and he commented I was like okay this is good correct. So now one of the things that even aided me was about personal knowledge and the test for more. I never ever resolved, I never ever sat back on building what my lecturers taught me. There was always a room to always go further, knowing more. And because history sometimes is so entertaining. When your lecturer tells you a story, it does not tell you where the story ends in the class. Yes. So you are so particular about knowing where did this thing actually lead to? What was the aftermath? What were the consequences? What were the factors that led to it? Okay, after all of this, what is the importance or relevance of these things to we as students of history and international studies? So all of these were driving forces and goals that made me that, okay, no, I think I want to do this. And this were factors that now even shape me that, okay, since I know some of these things, it would be so um, unfair of me to keep some of this knowledge, privatization of some of this knowledge to myself. So I decided to share them to some of these things. And I'm happy it's paid because at that, the ending of this semester, I won the, uh, the faculty award for the total of the year. Wow. And so it was really, really That's very, nice. very incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, where is the award? Ah, it lies somewhere. It lies somewhere <laughs> in my house. Those are some of the awards I see because there are still other awards to complement it. Yeah, yeah. That's very good. Honestly, I wish to be like you when I grow up. Okay. Okay, so how have you been able to achieve this huge feat with your CGPA despite the fact that you come from a very far place every day? Now, you see, some people talk about the fact that distance is a barrier. And then I put a question to them that if somebody asks you to come and take a money or something that's going to be very beneficial to you, you will never consider distance as a barrier. So the fact that I was coming from a far distance didn't have to be something that was going to 
going to stop me or make me sit back from achieving. You're making this far distance look like you're coming from first gate to last room. You're no. coming from Badag. Yes, I came from yes, I came from Badag, and that's why I told some students that I usually do not sleep because I have some shows I do at home. So I wake up literally every day at 4:30 to be able to finish my shows by six because I must leave the house by six to be able to make classes by eight. And I did all of this from about 100 level to like 300 level second semester. But only when I got to 400 level that I knew okay, I need hard projects to write. And this was a very determined year in my life that I preferred I was going to be staying with some of my friends. But I think there is no justification for failure. And I think I, I hold on to that. That there is no justification for failure. Because there are few people that live farther than I from Badagri and they still did it very well and they succeeded. So I think I had no justification if I was coming from Badagri not to do well in the Lagos State University. Wow. Thank you so much. You. Okay, pleasure. so last question, please. Yes. <laughs> what is that particular thing you like to say to those who are sincerely struggling academically? You know, sometimes some people are not struggling. Yes, some people are not struggling. Some people just read and they go to the exam all and write. And there are some people that they don't read and they don't pass. But you know, reading, doing everything you need to do, and you don't get the results you want. There's this kind of feeling that sets in. It even affects the self-esteem. So what do you have to say to people like that? Now, one, I'll, I'll give them my watchword, study to show thyself approve. Now, sometimes we we imagine we do some things and we imagine we give our very best when sometimes our very best is not enough. Those people that feel they are struggling academically, I can I can tell them I will advise them to sit back and re-strategize. I advise them to sit back and re-strategize, and that is why because sometimes we assume we are doing some things properly and we are not doing some things properly. Also, I will tell them to check within themselves. Sometimes the caliber of people we work with do not even have impact on us positively. When I came in from Jupeb, I came with some particular sets of friends. And then these were particular friends that for every time I raise discussions or let us have an academic discussion or let us go for tutorial, they were always never interested. But they were always the ones that were always going to invite me for parties and still buy my tickets down for me. Wow. So one of the things I had to do was I knew that this particular friend I have, if I keep having them, I like them, but they were not going to assist me academically, especially when I was working towards a particular direction or a particular path. So I would tell them that sincerely that they should they should not settle for anything less. The bottom is crowded. In fact, the top is beginning to get crowded. So they should not they should always aim for the very, very, very best. Because with God, definitely all things are possible. Yes. Thank you so much, Mr. Puka. I really appreciate you. And I'm very sure our listeners appreciate it. You just listened to Mr. Adebola Koka, the best graduating student of history and international studies of the Lagos State University. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. I love you. Bye.